Pro Group Management. Workers' comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers on the broadcast today. Tom Polikalis is here. He's the organizer of the Nevada Clean Energy and Transportation Conference here for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot hardware store and a whole lot more. It's huge with clothing, power equipment, tools, and of course, hardware. Big R is located on Bering Boulevard in Sparks next to Smith's and opposite Reed High School. Big R, hardware and a whole lot more. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. It's the 10 million point break the bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point break the bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino. Carson Nevada Newsmakers Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shack, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shack. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're always pleased to welcome to the program Tom Polikalis. He is the organizer of the Nevada Clean Energy and Transportation Conference. We were talking about this earlier in the week as well. Yes. Um, this turned out to be huge. You and I started talking about this a while back, and it was going to be a two-day conference. Tell us what happened, because it, it just blew up. Yeah, we're beyond capacity, so one of the amazing things is the response. We reserved a certain amount of space at the Pepper Mill and the University of Nevada Reno Innovation Center, which was the kind of the genesis of all this back in 2019. And based on the numbers that we did in 2019, we stretched them a little bit and just it blew through the doors. I mean, we're, we're more than double what our original forecast was. And in all honesty, we really didn't market it to the extent that we were beginning to hope. So various entities, both public sector and private sector just came out of the woodwork and the reasons why? I'm not sure, there's a lot of you know, money coming down the pipeline from the well, federal government. I, I, I was yeah. gonna say, I think, it's, I think it's the fact, I was talking to my wife about this last <clears> night, <throat> I think it's the fact that clean energy is the new hot topic. Um, every corporation, mm -hmm. uh, every government knows that this is the future. Um, I think the questions are gonna be, you know, how soon is the future here? When are we ready for it? But at the same time, Everybody's interested from every angle sure. about where this is heading, and so I think that that was, you know, what was going on. And utilities, not, it's not just Correct. You know, corporations. W utilities are involved. One of our sponsors, NV Energy, is a, is a sponsor of yours as well. And thanks to NV Energy for facilitating the live stream with uh, Packed House. 
we've got great information, great speakers. You're taking uh, a lead role in the, the public policy discussion on Friday. How do we involve more Nevadans? And the live stream is going to be a tremendous opportunity. So we're pushing out the, the YouTube links uh, and be able to reach a, a much wider audience. So thanks to NV Energy for uh, their contribution that's okay. allowing us to do that. Okay, and, and if people want to be able to hook into that live stream, which they can do, how, uh, where do they go for that? Is so uh, we'll publicize our Nevada Clean Energy, Forums.com. We'll have, uh, we'll, we're shooting out a press release uh, today too. So we hope to get uh, some pickup with other media just identifying that link. We do anticipate that people will want to watch uh, at least certain segments. Uh, going to your point, there are tax credits for your home. There's, if you want to upgrade your heating system, there's up to $14,000. Whether or not you believe that the government should be doing this, you ought to take advantage of the money that's there or lower your tax bill. Uh, tax credits, again, for electric vehicles. There are tax credits to the private sector for electric vehicle charging infrastructure. So this is the time. We probably won't see a wave of incentives coming down the pipeline. This is the peak. So if we've got this, uh, part, part of the reason we did this conference, if there's this money coming, we want to enable Nevadans to apply for everything that we can possibly get, and you know, whether it be government entities, cities, private so sector. So why do you think it's the peak? Because it seems to me that this is going to be well, the, an ongoing Yeah, and I, I guess that's, you never can forecast the future, right? And if we could, we'd be on our private island somewhere. <laughs> you know, so, but um, the, the Inflation Reduction Act is a very large, significant expenditure. You know, we're, we're talking hundreds of billions of dollars, and then that complements the bipartisan uh, infrastructure law which provided incentives, say, for electric school buses. There was $5 billion, and now we're seeing uh, Clark County School District is receiving $9 million so that they can deploy electric school buses, and uh, they'll be the clear leader there. So I'm, you know, again, can't really forecast the future, but the odds are that this is the biggest piece of legislation that uh, I think we're going to see for a while. So. Okay, so one of the things we've talked about on this program uh, as regards to lithium Yes. Uh, is that it has become a national security issue. It's not just an environmental issue, it's a national security issue, and the Department of Defense and other federal agencies are saying, we need this lithium, and yes. you know, in the last couple of days, you've seen GM uh, come up with over a half a billion dollars towards Thacker Pass. Uh, Ioneer has gotten, uh, uh, I think, pretty much sold all of the lithium that they can produce in the next five years has already occurred. Um, uh, Bernard Rowe is going to be on the program in a couple of weeks talking about this. Um, so what, what are, as far as you're concerned, the national security implications of this? Yeah, and I'll, I'll couch some of my comments, or if not most, will be my own personal opinion. Various folks may have a different take on it, but um, in the past, we have brought a couple of retired uh, military leaders, uh, Vice Admiral Gunn. Yes, who, he's uh, been on this program several times. And a fantastic individual. Also, there's General Zilmer, who served in Afghanistan. Uh, generals, the favorite quote from General Zilmer is that clean energy tech helps us kill bad guys faster, which is probably not <laughs> what you hear <coughs> in a lot of environmental group meetings. Not a bumper sticker. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, definitely. So the, the, the variety of ways that the military is utilizing clean energy tech to reduce thermal signatures and noise and just so it advanced. There's even uh, on the drawing boards uh, electric tanks, which are safer than um, those powered by, by fossil fuels. 
the national so that was the case made by Admiral Gunn and others a couple of years ago. Now we've got the invasion of Ukraine. So where does where does Vladimir Putin get his money to be able to invade other countries? Uh, fundamentally, it's forty uh, percent is from oil and gas revenues. So. The fact that the Russian budget is balanced at $40 a barrel, and we've been so far above that, even during the war, the Russians have made more money because the price of oil went up to $100 a barrel. So that's their source of revenue. The imperative is, if we can, whether it be electric transportation, fuel cells, biofuels, anything that we can produce domestically, the idea is to drive down the global price of oil and reduce the revenues to regimes that fundamentally are not our friends. You know, clearly the Russians and there's some others which we may not be in line with all the time. So for the U.S. to be able to, say, go to as far as Norway, where you're getting back to where Norway is a little bit ahead of where the United States was back in 1900. So at the turn of the century, 50% of the cars on the road were electric. If we could achieve that in the next couple of years or five years down the road, that would be a massive downward pressure on the price of oil, which is going to hit the Russians and some others that uh, may not be friendly to us. So that's part of it. Also, we're not going to have to be involved in those entanglements as we have been in the Middle East and defending the Straits of Hormuz and a couple of other national security implications too. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to defer to the military experts on that because I think Certainly. there's a whole lot of other things uh, that yes. go on that, uh, uh, you know, one would wish for peace around the world, but I, I don't think that's necessarily going to happen but the, uh, just based on oil and gas. Yeah, switching back to the economics, though, electricity is something we produce in Nevada, right? We don't have to import a fuel if we can utilize NV Energies electricity or from the co-ops around the state. It's something that we do produce. Um, and when we can use more of something produced in Nevada, we don't need to import it from out of state. So that's going to have a positive economic impact. So there's some great, great arguments along those lines too. Okay. So, so, so let me pick up on a couple of things. Sure. You were talking about um, that military vehicles, if they're electric, uh, won't have sound, therefore they'll be less obvious. Less, less sound, right. But, but I think what's cool is that Hans Zimmer, has created sound for BMW right. so that when you're driving your car, people are a little freaked out that you hit that, what used to be a gas pedal, I guess now it's the electric pedal, yes. the accelerator, and zip, you zip off, it's quiet, there's no sound. So now he, this great, uh, if you don't know, he's a great film com composer. Yes. And yep. Some Love of the greatest works. movies yeah. of all times. I agree. And, and he's the guy creating the sounds, which I think is terrific. Um, uh, concerns that China uh, wants to stop some of the technology for solar panels mm -hmm. uh, leaving China to come to the United States, and that may put us back a little ways. But my, my, my biggest concern um, is California. Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. California is pushing all these things uh, for 2035, and yet they have trouble keeping the lights on sure. uh, in the summer uh, when you know air conditioning is needed. Um, how are they going to, you know, and they're saying we want to get rid of uh, newly manufactured uh, gasoline-powered cars so quickly, and yet they can't maintain what they have at this point in time. That seems to me a giant crisis in the making. And here's the rub for Nevada, mm -hmm. which is we're part of the system that they lean into to be able to get power when their power is down. Uh, they take power from Nevada and from other states in the West. Right. So I guess a philosophical, at least for myself, is like advancing 
cost-effective technologies without mandates. There's so much that's coming available that simply will save consumers money. So that's kind of uh, the, the nature of the advocacy that I take is like take a look at um, your fossil fuel furnace as compared to a heat pump, what's going to be the best for you in your home and your pocketbook. So if there's something that's going to save you money, then I would encourage you to do it. Um, on the larger scale, on how the West or how the country uh, is, is situated for power exports, there was a really interesting statistic back uh, from a number of years ago dating way back to uh, uh, the Miller administration where scientists from Sandia National Lab said that there is enough solar resources in Nevada to power the entire country. And with that, there is the opportunity with, which has started to take place, where down in Southern Nevada, there are facilities, solar facilities that are exporting power to California, but that's, that's a consumer market. So you get the benefits of basically manufacturing electricity in-state, exporting it, and that's kind of in the, the net balance of payments, that's a good thing, that generates jobs. Okay, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate oh, please. Yeah. because, um, you know, for example, uh, liquid natural gas. Sure. Uh, the gas prices in California and to an extent Nevada are going through the roof. I mm. mean, some places in California especially are seeing double the price of their gas bills because we are exporting liquid natural gas, right. natural gas uh, to Europe to make up for the natural gas that's not being exported from Russia. Sure. And so our costs are actually going up. Also, my but, uh, let me just talk about that. Yeah, that's, go, mar go that's market forces, though, too, right? We live in sure. a global economy, Absolutely. so those producers are selling into a market. The national security aspect of that would be that getting liquefied natural gas to Germany, which is suffering prices that are five times what we're incurring here in the United States, there, there's some benefits to exporting those resources. And as the prices rise, heat pumps become more economical. So I do think it sorts out in terms of you know, the price signals that the market sends, uh, both you know, internationally and then in the local economy, there's the, a huge transition. I know um, when you take a look at, say, uh, uh, the, the town of Prump, Nevada. Virtually all builders are using heat pumps. There's a, a trend. So there's things are beginning to change, but they're beginning to change, I think, because of the relative cost of technologies and not necessarily because government's saying that you ought to do that, Sam. It's just you make the decision if it's going to save you money and uh, that's the way to go. Yeah, I, you know, and, and I understand, uh, you know, the economics of this, but um, how long will the public stand uh, without reacting to their politicians if they see their gas bills going up double um, for any length of time during the winter? I mean, you know, political forces play into this. Do, do we suddenly see price controls coming from, from the government, which is probably the worst thing that could happen? But at the same time, um, if somebody's seeing a hundred, two hundred dollars increase in their gas bill, sure, and, um, and then and you look at the potential for that to happen with electricity, and Coming out of the, my undergrad degree was in economics. I studied up at the University of Nevada, Reno. As prices rise, you get substitutes, you get more production. I mean, there are market solutions to higher prices that kind of work. In many ways, it's the, the most effective way of you know, driving change. And What a great answer. Well, thank you. Uh, I, 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 I had great professors up at UNR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, so you I, do. To, go right. Wolfpack. Okay, well, mm -hmm. I, and you're right. I mean, you know, that, that is what pr produces change. Let's take a break. More with Tom Polycalis after this time out. Thanks, Sam. Save money and take transit. 
Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail. R-A-N-N-V dot org. It's the 10 million point Break the Bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point Break the Bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino. Take a look at Pro Group Management and see how your workers' comp requirements can be met head on. By taking a proactive approach, Pro Group can assure that your company is meeting or exceeding state and federal standards. As you move forward in your industry, Pro Group moves with you, simplifying regulatory tasks, clearing the way so you can get the job done and look to your future success. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you, safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators. From the exotic to the everyday. Trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Tom Policalis. He's the organizer of the Nevada Clean Energy and Transportation Conference that's going on this week. Uh, it's gotten, getting huge attendance. Um, you know, one of the things that's interesting with this, and, and I've talked about this with you privately, mm -hmm. is this rush to electricity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you would think that NV Energy, for example, would be totally in favor because they produce energy, sure. they sell energy, therefore, you know, the more the... Not the case, Doug Cannon says, who's the head of MB Energy on this program, um, that you need to be able to utilize these gas generators um, for their lifespan, uh, because otherwise you have what's called stranded assets where the public would be paying for new technology at the time they're still paying off old technology. And we want them, all the new electric technologies, whether they be electric vehicles, heat pumps, uh, there's a broad range of products coming on the market with electric lawnmowers. The challenge is to work with the utilities, and they're very good at it, and the Public Utility Commission, to kind of shape that load. So we've got this capacity at night that is significantly unused. If we can charge cars, um, you know, anything where we can fill the valley and use the entire electric system uh, more economically, that's going to be something that's going to be a positive, uh, positive impact on all ratepayers. On the other hand, if you hit everything at the same time, right, you, you created a giant peak, that's going to be uh, disadvantageous. Well, so that, was, that was one of the things I was reading, that was um, they're going to ask Californians to charge their cars um, at a time when they're not having peak electricity, mm -hmm. and it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, consumers play along with that. Right. Because if your car is out of juice and you've got to go to 7-Eleven, maybe you want to plug that thing in whenever you want to plug it in. And that'll happen, and so all of us shop at 7-Eleven every now and again, but <laughs> you might hit you know, one of the big box 
retails more often. Um, Okay, with, but there's also then that with with and Envy Energy has a great with the term time of use rate, so there's an incentive to charge at night to go off peak. That's a it's a direct economic a lower rate in order to use the capacity that is not being used, and that has uh, the, the benefits for you're using the system more economically and uh, produces positive benefits and is good for the system. But those are the challenges that are resolved at the Public Utility Commission, which does a great job in. You know, identifying those incentives that'll protect all ratepayers. Okay, infrastructure. I yes. mean, you know, we are going to need thousands of charges in Nevada, millions across the country. I mean, is there an industry that's already in place that is prepared to ramp up to what the needs are going to be over the next decade? Yeah, pretty competitive. It's um, very diverse. Uh, a lot of whether it be you, you see. The charge points and EV goes, and but there's a, a, a wave of uh, startups and new businesses that are going to, I think, really respond to that demand. And what, what in your mind do you see? Because I, I, I look at a gas station like a Costco, where there's <coughs> you know 30, 40 pumps. But if you're talking chargers, then what are you going to have to have? 150 pumps. So most trips that, compu that commuters take to get to work and back are very short trips. Sure. Most charging is going to take place at home, where whether it be just the, the regular outlet or a little bit faster, uh, the need for, there will be certainly the need for public charging and for along the, the highways and so forth. But uh, for the commuter trips, electric, uh, electric vehicles will be charged mostly at home. And uh, so that's something where, again, the public policy you know, decision makers are taking a look. It, both in Clark County is about to roll out their plan. Um, we'll see that uh, some details at the conference, and uh, there's there's a docket before the Public Utility Commission to discuss some of those issues too. So I'm very confident that the stakeholders convening in that process is going to work out well, and I'm very confident that entrepreneurs and businesses will respond to demand. It's okay. just the, the nature of capitalism, and so yes, we, well, we, we love capitalism yeah, we, here I, on I this program. Do too. Yes. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. The Do It Right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low, and our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way, because you can count on more than just your power. 
You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Tom Polycalis. He is the organizer of the Nevada Clean Energy and Transportation Conference, if I can get it out here. Um, you wanted to talk about uh, um, a technology that saves water. Yeah, uh, thank you. Talk to me about that. So major commercial buildings in Las Vegas and other desert communities evaporate water. You have large cooling towers, so you're basically taking a very precious commodity and using it to, to cool. You don't need to do that. There's a technology called a ground source heat pump. Basically, you take the heat out of the building and put it 200 feet down into the earth. You use a heat exchanger, which operates basically in the same principle that your refrigerator does, which you're moving heat, and it's a tremendously cost-effective opportunity. So we're gonna be doing a workshop in Southern Nevada in May, highlighting that technology that can save energy, money, and the most precious resource in a desert community, of course, is water. Okay, last question here mm -hmm. is the energy grid. Sure. Um, in the, across the country, it is not that great and it needed to be rebuilt a long time ago. Are we seeing efforts on behalf of the nation to rebuild the electric grid in advance of where we're going? And you've got about 30 seconds. Okay. So definitely, I, again, going back to the political process, SB 448 in the last legislative session, address some of that uh, for our concerns in building a more resilient grid, uh, being able to tap into the renewable energy resources. This is GreenLink? Yeah. So it, as, as problems arise, we've got some really smart people in the stakeholder group that involves the utilities, the Public Utility Commission, various businesses, and uh, those problems are identified. Nevada's got a great least cost resource planning process that the design is to give consumers the lowest price possible given all the factors that play into it. So great process. and. Those folks that are not yet familiar with it, it's a, it's a good thing to um, participate in. You okay, really good. so best of luck with the conference. It's going to be you, huge, Sam. and then next year it goes to Vegas and then back to Reno. That's our plan. Um, really, best of luck with it. Thank I appreciate you. that. Thank you so much. And we'll be right back. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suite. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel, always at the cutting edge of progress. Brian Culpa Photography was born in the rolling hills of Massachusetts, and now he can help you experience the stunning beauty of Nevada in a whole new way through the power of flight. Flying has always been a passion for Brian, and at Brian Culpa Photography, he can make your imagination soar. 
Brian has the creative mind and tools to tell your unique story. Experience the bird's eye view at brianculpaphotography.com. Pro Group Management offers workers' comp services to a growing number of industries. As businesses grow and change with the times, the need for a solid workers' comp program must be flexible and up-to-date. The evolving nature of regulations can make staying ahead of complex tasks challenging. But Pro Group Management simplifies the work so your industry can move forward and succeed. Pro Group Management. Workers' comp that works for you. As always, you can watch Nevada Newsmakers 24 hours a day at NevadaNewsmakers.com. See you on the next show.